Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, you can be all the things you've always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, easy as one, two, three. Just let it shine so good. Just let it shine through. Just let it shine My name is Mouse Jones. Lara. I'm Wheezy. Dre. And we are Guys, guys Next, Next Door. Door. First and foremost, shout out to everybody that came out to, what, like all three uh, New York shows, or Trap Karaoke in New York. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the neighbors that was able to get their tickets. Uh, how many people got tickets, James? Uh, about 10 people. Shout out to y'all for coming out. Um... Well, no, shot. No, ain't no shot to y'all. That was, they was free. Was free. Shout yeah. out to me. <laughs> shout out to me for giving y'all tickets for a free show. I didn't get one. You were dying. You didn't offer it. I, I know. called you every I day. I just want to complain about something. Shout out. <laughs> um, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the neighborhood. Um, we are, are we, we, we at Amelia or are we still creeping up on Amelia? We're creeping on it. We're creeping, we're creeping on Amelia and that's only due to y'all. We've been doing this thing for less than a year and uh, to have almost a million listens. Shout out to y'all. So shout out to the neighborhood. We love you guys. Um, Continue to subscribe using um anything that you can listen to a podcast on. Anything. Um, anything. Listen, I keep telling y'all... Um, Christmas coming up. Stop going through your boyfriend girlfriend's phones. Um, but if you do, if you do, don't swipe left. Don't swipe left. Just go to the podcast app, subscribe to us, um, and then send yourself two hundred dollars. Cash app yourself two hundred dollars because you deserve. Just it. for the struggle. Just What's the, the worst struggle? thing somebody's caught in your phone? Can we literally do our, our intro? intro? Jesus, y'all still do that Ti thing? You can't do that no more. What? We're talking about our What's intro the- to our podcast. We sit back, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you have. <laughs> Any any questions, comments, concerns, please email us at guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. This is what Mouse uh, does to me every time I'm in the studio. You know that? Thank you. Every time. Jeez. I try to do my goddamn show. But this has nothing to do with Ryan. This has to talk to him about that. This is your fault. No, it's not. What's my fault? Can I finish my spiel? Thank you. I know it sounded so eloquent. That is guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. (sighs) Ah. Yeah. What about the Canoodle Corner Rap? They want it, if, if they want they, a chance uh, to get hooked up. If they up. want a chance to get hooked up, I actually have a sponsor now that will uh, send you guys out on a date. Bang. I will bring you on the podcast and we'll talk about that date. Bang. Nice free little uh, brunch. Um, just uh, guys next door, one, two, three. On the subject line, Ryan's Canoodle Corner. Right. And uh, I'll get back to you. I'll holler at you. I'm setting up my first date uh, this month, actually. It's going to so, be lit. We will be all right. We'll be good. You know what I realized? I track karaoke. Like, we talk about it a lot here and, like, everywhere. Niggas really don't know how to interact with women. So it's New York, so I'm just 
doing shit off the wall. I got, I'm just doing super New York shit, right? So I said to myself, I said, we got a room full of black men and black women and black people. I said, who wanna, who, who want me to hook them up? I'm gonna hook somebody up right now. Niggas start raising their hand. I'm like, all right, let me see. So I said, all right, I'm hooked this girl up with this guy, right? So I said, young lady, come up here. Then boom, we're gonna do the RB shit. Y'all gonna dance. And if she like the way you dance with her, then y'all, I, y'all gonna date. I'ma pay for it. Seems pretty simple, right? Pretty easy. Duray, you was there. I was there. Duray, you witnessed this. I know. It was embarrassing. I was embarrassed. Right was now. that bad? It was bad. I called a nigga. Now, the nigga caught me off guard because, you know, I, I'm comfortable with saying uh, a nigga is fine, just like I'm comfortable calling a nigga ugly. Ryan is one of my fine friends. You know what I'm saying? We don't have ugly friends uh, in our circle. Um, Keep knocking on the table. I oh, my angry. fault. Um, and so I said... Come on. Now, he was behind that little... If you know anything about SOBs, you know SOB got the pillars. And if you're next to the pillar on the right, the light don't really be hitting you the way it's supposed to. So I really couldn't see what he looked like. So I ended up calling him more because I'm like, oh, he looks kind of handsome. And I'm like... Oh, no. Call him up and everybody around him is like, oh, my God. So I'm like, wait, what happened? Nigga, close to the stage. I'm like, oh, this nigga ugly. <laughs> but it was too late. I already called him. So I said, yo, come on. Come upstairs. Then the nigga take his hood off. And now the nigga got some stupid ass haircut. Like... It's like these baby braids, but then it's a fade. I said, damn. So I look over to the girl, and she was like, "Oh no, you could have just hooked me up with you. She That's was really so cute, too. She was cute. Yeah. Beautiful girl. I'm so, I apologize, because I still I haven't apologize. been to a trap carry. Yeah, you're fine. But when I do go, we can play that same game. We're going to do it right? I'm going to come out with the, the little crown. <laughs> You need to sit your ass down, Basel. No, I don't. Yo, when Talk I tell about, you, we can I play have that, that game. Listen, I gotta, I, I'm getting all my fun out the way. Get it out the way. I got surgery next week, and I am going to be out. Don't worry. I told you, I'm bringing. Don't bring I'm bringing the vibes. Don't bring nothing. I got you. I'm bringing <laughs> the vibes. So I wanted to have fun this weekend, and that's what I did. What's the surgery? Uh, I'm giving my mom my kidney. Oh, wow. So, As he runs it through the ground <laughs> on a yacht. I don't know. You can't. First of all. A uh, liver is something different than a kidney, for all y'all don't know. <laughs> Talk to her. Ain't they so next know, to each other? You know about pH balances, but don't know I'm just a anatomy. hoe. What do I know about the other functions <laughs> of my body besides my pussy? But no, the nigga get on stage, the music hits. I said, I told her, I said, nigga, this is very easy. I'm paying for the date, my nigga. She's like, I said, just trust me. <laughs> She's like, you could just, I could just go out with you. I said, no, you can't. Just go with this nigga. The music hits. Very simple song. All you got to do two-step. Right, please tell them what happened. He saw his body roll. Wait, what was the song? Tell us the song. I don't even remember the song. I don't don't think he was ugly. It was just corny. It was like very, he was corny. And she wasn't. And it was just, you were embarrassed. Nothing drives you up more. And she's like, and so I'm looking, I'm like, nigga. It just, he couldn't recover. It was just bad. It was bad. bad. He took the shirt off, right? So now I'm like, oh, this way he's going to win. Wait, wait, wait. He had a hoodie on. He took the shirt off. He took the hoodie off. So I said, oh, this way he's going to get it. He probably brought it. Wasn't in shape. I don't even know because the nigga took the hoodie off like he had a wife beetle on. The nigga had a whole, a whole nother like thermal underneath there. <laughs> like, where you go? Yeah. I was talking for two hours. I needed to lubricate. <laughs> All right, relax. I said, once I seen that, I cut the music. I said, sir, you got to go. You messed this up. I don't even know what I ended Boy, up promising. Let's find her again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she she do listen. So if if, if you if you're listening, DM us and um I will uh make up like I promised I will make up for that. Cause you <sighs> I dropped the ball. That was partly your fault. That's partly my fault. I take the blame for that. Why do men body roll as like first the first of all, sign first of, of body roll be lit? Um my body roll gets them every time. First of all, it. Every time. It depends on the song. I'm not 
Getting crazy in the oh. R&B song. You got it. Nah, I hit the body <laughs> roll to the R&B yeah. song. Yes. Hit the I'm body roll. To... I got to hit a Jamaican tune to this. I got to nah, wind on hit, it. I'm telling you, when I hear, what, what I get busy to? Uh, Pony, body roll. Oh, so I, I can hear that. Uh, Jodeci, um, stay, body oh, roll. Fiending, body but roll. But like you said, in your mind, you're an attractive male. The body roll don't work for don't everybody. Work for, yeah, don't work for everybody. And certain dances just not made. Body rolls make me think of Kappas. <sighs> no, you know, we not, we not. You know, we don't fuck with that over here. I didn't know that. Yeah, nah. Um, but we do have DeRay McKesson, Wheezy. Um, Wheezy, you've been here before, so we will wait to introduce you. Uh, DeRay McKesson, my brother, Black Lives Matter activist. Um, I'm I'm still banging. I'm yes. so not used to being in nice places. I apologize. We've been recording in the trap, y'all. I'm sorry. I love the uh, trap. But DeRay. Introduce yourself to people who lived under a rock for the past, I don't know, five, six years. I'm an activist. Uh, I have a podcast called Party of the People. Honored to be here today. Spend most of my time on issues of criminal justice and policing. Mm. That, you, you just say that, Joe. DeRay, I didn't know you had a pod. Yeah, Party of the People. It's oh, good. Shit, we cover like the news that people don't know. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so I love that. It's a lot of stuff that I like the news that people yeah. don't know because the yeah. news that I see on TV is just so. I mean, it's still sad, but yeah, it is, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Nah, the news on TV yeah. is like sad, 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 yeah. sad, sad. Like sad, you probably sad, don't know sad. that the Trump administration just got rid of um, inspectors in pork slaughterhouses. They just in the USDA just ended inspections. So it's just it's just getting crazy. Now. Budget cuts it's, type of thing? No, just it's like a part on. of deregulation. So they are now letting the slaughterhouses regulate themselves because that sounds like a great idea. Oh. Uh, and you probably didn't know the federal government actually regulates the line speed, like how many, uh, how, many how many can be slaughtered in in a, a given moment. Hey. Uh, and they actually just lifted the speed limits, which is a real crisis for workers because, like, your limbs, your, you know, if, if the machines that Catch kill go really quick, then it catches a limb. So we covered those sort of things. There's no reason why you would – it just doesn't sort of make the national conversation. I'll be real with you. I'm a, I, I'm a pork advocate. I eat pork. A pork but, advocate. But now – A pork apologist. Now I might have to consider – Slowing down. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Slowing down. You're going to be one less kidney. You still going to eat pork? I've got to live my life. When it's my time to go. Wait until that, wait until Trump's not president, though. Okay. No inspectors are sort of wild. Yeah, maybe, that's crazy. Maybe you should go. Because yeah, now, yeah. now they don't care how they they don't care how they treat the animals anyway. Right. But now that you really don't care because nobody's going to come inspect. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to do fish. I'll do the fish till um Fuck next till, till we, till we do this pescatarian wave, too. I didn't say Trump. that. All right. Cool. But, you know, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Damn, you don't do But I, I really... I gotta listen to your podcast because I need to, I need to know about these facts that I don't know because that just that surprised me. Now now all the people that just don't eat pork just because they want to be part of the that now there's a real reason. we do need a black skim though. I've always been a fan of the skim just for giving news and making you an expert on the subject. Yeah. But I'm just like, mm, but the voice is so ain't. She really is. Have y'all ever listened to the skim? No. She's like, welcome, and we're back. And today we're gonna and it's like you very, wanna very uh you very, get dumber as you. Grow and it's just not good. It, it's just it. It's it's. She not sounds like she she went to the podcast school, like you know those those mar those classes that they do. Like hey, you could start a podcast, come over here and they'll teach you to be like. Yes. Make sure you're talking specifically to this person. So you got to say it like this. You and and do it clearly. Back. But see, the problem is the skin was originally a, a it's a it's an app, and mm -hmm. every time you click it's a on newsletter it, first. Yes, thank you. Sorry, it's newsletter. And it basically breaks down everything in layman's terms so that you can have conversations about world news and things like that, which is great because. Okay, cool. Well, you said it was like. No, it wasn't that. We can disagree. We got to disagree about the facts. 
But as time goes on, it's just like, it's not always news that's tailored for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really care about, is it, like, I've been listening to Sean King's thing just because it's black. Sorry to hear that. News. Uh, I don't know what else to it's, fucking it's listen black, to for black it's news. black-ish. Well, now you know what to listen to. The news is that he's, had that he's delivering his black, but now I do, so I'm really white, excited about this. It's still a white man delivering black news. True, but at least he talks about black it's shit. It's like Informer. I had nowhere else to get it. What's, what's boy name? Informer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's like Sean King. Is his name Snow? Snow. That's who I thought Snow Allegra was when I first heard of him. I was like, yeah, he was fucking with Snow again. Like, he came back. He came back. He got a banger. Do Weezy. the body roll for it. Huh? Weezy, tell the people who, for those who, because you have been one of the guests that they've asked for us to bring back. Um, Is that a fact? Well, yes, because you're wild. Why'd you tell us? <laughs> I'm sorry. Nigga, that's how we started off the podcast. Like, so, uh, first three episodes. Oh, my God. But yeah, Weezy, who are you? Oops. My name's Weezy, WTF. I'm um, known from a podcast called Horrible Decisions, where we destigmatize kings for the black community. Uh, recent episode you can check out coming out this Monday is a diaper boy, a black dude that likes to piss in his diaper and have his wife clean it up. I'm just telling you, I just report my news, DeRay. This is what. That is so disgusting. <laughs> is it though? What if, because you're in a diaper, right? And like, you got to think about it. Like, you got, Babies a, have you got like a grown ass person shit and like grown ass person pee. Like, there's Hennessy in your piss. Well, it's, it's, there's it's, Remy in your piss. And you just letting that sit on you? Nah, that's disgusting. I think, I think it's more nasty. It's, that a, his it's about wife, the submission, though. No. His wife cleans it up and she's still with him. And is she wiping? Well, she doesn't. I think she did it once. No, it's a, the black family. They're is an amazing. Is she wiping his ass wait, like wait, a wait, real wait, baby? Wait, 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 wait. There's kids in this? Wait. No, no, no. I'm saying they have their family with kids. Like they have. Wait, wait, wait. How did wait. you find him? Yeah. He found us. They're fans of the show. I was super hyped. I was teasing him at first. Like when I came in, I got my little baby jokes off. When, 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 and then I stopped. When, when, when. <laughs> I couldn't help it. But I mean, when someone can speak to their kink and explain it well, and not just be like, I mean, yeah, I like, da, 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 you know. I was really grateful for him. He's like, you know, I'm into submission and there's levels to my shit. I've been into BDSM and then I realized this is what I like. He he even knew down to when it happened to him when he was young. He said I was playing house around like nine years old and like this like, girl okay. wanted to put a diaper on me. He remembered it. And now um, he's into the way that it feels. He's into uh, so sucking he was, titties and he, making it a thing. He was, wearing, he was wearing a diaper when he was talking to you? Yeah. I mean, he had jeans on, but he should. I put one on and tried it. On the show? Yeah, I'll show you guys. No, no I don't want to see. Put it down. Put it down. <laughs> now, the reason I have you here is because I think it is- I need my uh, views. Yes, that is why I have you here. You're about to be on tour, right? Yeah. Shout out to your tour. Where, where, where you at next? Yeah, so we, uh, we're we doing, let's see, for the first six cities, I think it's Detroit, uh, Cleveland, Chicago, New York. We sold out our first New York, show, New York show. Now we've got the 25th at Sony Hall. There's still tickets available for that. Ooh, Dallas, Houston, ooh, LA, Sony. Toronto. Ooh, 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 what? I'm proud. I can't be proud of my dog. This like my sister. Y'all know how it is. Thank you. my dog, so I'm so happy. You know, Howard Theater to me, though, was the biggest deal. Howard Theater was a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. seeing that whole thing Howard full in the balcony, deal. like... I was shaking a little Wait, bit. I don't think that's the one I did with y'all. I did the other one in D.C. No, it was smaller. I mean, we had three times the crowd, which is crazy. That, and that shit was still crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. That's it, amazing. It was crazy because like- Howard Theater is insane it's, to see It's Pat. iconic. It and then like, you know what else I thought was really dope? I know we put on a different show. Like, I know it's a whole production. I know people love it for that. But during the show, I always go in the crowd. And I guess nobody expected me to go in the balcony- they were screaming up there. There's 300 people in the balcony. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that. That's a balcony. huge balcony. Yeah, now the balcony's huge. And it was just like, 
I don't know. It's, I'm getting this weird feeling of like, you know, so for those of you who don't know me, I used to be a sales engineer. And, you During know, our first episode, you were literally working. on your computer working on your sales stuff. Oh my God, as you I don't have a job anymore. And now, did you leave to do the podcast? Yeah, it's been three years. Oh, wow. It's crazy. It's, That's it's, exciting. I wow. mean, I remember we talked about it. And even when we went away and we were in Mexico, we still talked about it. And you were like, yo, I'm done with this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this job. It's over. I said that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Wow. That's cool. I, I honestly, I had a really humbling moment where I was like, people know me from podcasting, right? You have a podcast, but we all know you from something else. So that's why we'll listen to your podcast. Like, yo, motherfuckers really had to find this shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's crazy. And um, it's weird. I keep having this feeling like, okay, well, it's going to end. It's got to end. Right? Like, what else am I going to do? So like, how bigger. much dick can I suck? But to be <laughs> honest with you, I've had two threesomes in the last two weeks. I'll never run out of content. I really just can't. Just dick everywhere. All right. All right. Wait a segue. Wait a segue. Wait a segue. No, um, it's funny I have you here because we we talk about all the time. We talk about, obviously, this is, uh, we refer to it as a, uh, a health podcast first, whether it's mental, physical, um, social, just making sure you have healthy interaction throughout your whole life as a, a young black millennial male. So, it's funny that we have both of y'all here because everybody's in this, I guess we're all millennials or right above it, um, and everybody's dating. Or everybody everybody in our lives, everybody dates. And so I was wondering how difficult it is for you two to date in your specific- I would uh, not have come if I knew this topic. <laughs> of course <laughs> you would, my Of course not. That's why, Lord. I, so I told you after I'm here to talk about the police? No. no. The we talk about that people. later. I got a specific we know question about that you police are killing people. How fake woke do people try to make you feel like they are? People treat me like their teacher. They're like very, they're very sweet. You know, they're very like, if you saw your teacher walking down the street, you'd be very kind to them, like a teacher you liked. That's how people treat me. So like not fake well, woke Well, they're thankful as as, too. Yeah, yeah, they're very sweet. It's like a, but it's not fake woke. It's like very serious. Like when I see celebrity, like Dave Chappelle, every time I see him, he goes, "Black lives really do matter." Every time, <laughs> like that is like how he says hi to me. So celebrities are like people are just very serious. They're like, "Hi," you're like, "Hi," and they think I'm gonna like, I don't know. They think I don't think they think you're real. Um, yeah, but that's how I felt. That's that's how I felt. Like because I first heard him on, you know, rest in peace, OG Reg. I first heard him on the Combat Jack oh, show, yeah. and then that led me, and then um, like I was already into the work. I'd already got the tattoo. Like I was already into the work, so I'm like, I like I'm listening. I'm like, nah, I'm hearing this nigga in my ears right now, like on a podcast. Like nah, this is not. Like I did not feel he was real. Like to the point where like he had mentioned, uh, I think I tell you this all the time. Like, um, Combat asked him the last book he read, and I'll never forget. The race said Tiger Lily. And oh I, my god! And I was Tiger like. Lily. And he explained what it was. He was like, it's the, you know, it's the story about the fairy that Peter Pan didn't pick. Hmm. And I immediately went on my phone board. It was like that. So when I finally got a chance to interview him on- Book fire? The book is decent. I didn't get through it. I didn't get through it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my thing. That's what I had to know. I didn't, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get all the way through like it. The it, it was, it's not that, yeah, I think that's what it is. I, I'm not a good, like even right now I'm reading, uh, and it's no shot to them, I'm reading um, My Sister, the Serial Killer, and it's uh, by this young African um, mm. girl, I believe Nigerian. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a black fiction story. It's just not catching me, but I was I was through Rick Ross' book, Mad Fast. I was through, okay. like, <laughs> the biographies, I'd be through them shit. L.A. Reid's book, like, everybody's book. Got it. If it's somebody's book, if it's somebody's life, I'm through it. If it's a fiction book, I'd be like, damn, it don't come to I'm the opposite. Game. Yeah, I like you fiction. could read fiction quicker than biographies. Mm -hmm. Are you every week? Every yeah, you're once a week. You'll find out when you come. I know your podcast. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Partly because I see you re- you like reposted a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So right I didn't know it was you. I didn't know your face, but I knew the podcast. You gotta come. Um, I don't. I don't. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. But I will support you. I want you to win. I want. I like how you. I like. I like how Weezy and you try to spin. But no. So how difficult is it dating for an activist in one of your stature? I don't. People are. People are very kind. No, no, we didn't. I didn't ask you about the friendship. Talk about the dating part of it. The dating part. People. Some people are. People think I'm in a relationship, not like regardless of what I've done. So that is sort of an interesting thing. You so, do give off relationship vibes. So the only people, like, it is really a question of who will hit on me, and they are normally crazy. Like people, are, it's like the crazy part. It's like a very um, <laughs> like a fan. Somebody or people just really bold. Like so, I will get like really bold. Like people are very bold, and that is interesting. Do you rather be? Um, you're rather the bold person in the situation. No, I appreciate bold. I respect. So I'll do it if you are like intense enough to walk up to me somewhere and be like, "We're gonna have dinner at this day." I like. I will have dinner just because I respect that that was just so yeah. intense. You know what I mean? Just because of food for you? Yeah, I'm like, what's well, that? <laughs> That's really what it was. You didn't want to say that. I'll take this. I'll to enough dinner. I guess I'll take this free meal. To, okay. I don't know. Uh, people also feel, I don't know. People are just really weird about um, people. Like, what can I say? I didn't prepare for this. Politically uh, correct. Exactly. Uh, Stop preparing, uh, right? This is the guy Dress next door. Out. Stop trying to prepare. Dress I want to tell you something yeah. funny about you know the how, dating that you know I actually crazy? witnessed once. Yeah. Oh, God. You didn't even, you didn't know me. Well, what was this? We Lord, were at Soho please. House. Oh, we, we were around some mutual friends. Oh, my God. The and Soho somebody House. was this hitting on you. This is Delete. What is this? Someone was hitting on you so strong, and you were dodging and talking and looking up to other people to avoid this. Yes, you were. But you were you were nice to them. Okay. But, uh, I mean, this motherfucker was on your ass. And you were like, that is so funny. So what are y'all going to be up to? I was like, yeah. Okay, I don't know. It just, uh, some people also like really, um, I've been super blessed to know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think about when I met you. Uh, and people get weird. And they just like, people are just really weird about. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrity. Yes. Yeah, you are a celebrity. You know people that. worried about other people worried about real <laughs> celebrities. You know, no, so the, you're a real celebrity. You're a real celebrity. I don't, yeah, I don't think celebrity, you, especially not in this day. How about this? You've done more, yep. than a lot of these real celebrities have done. You that's were a, a you were a I real celebrity. But I'm single, so if you know somebody, let me know. That's, that's what I can <laughs> well, say. I, oh, but now I, you want to skip? But uh, you want to skip? Say that. Well, good thing that you said that because canoodle I have a canoodle corner where I do set people up. Oh, there you go. But yours, you, yours will be more in a, uh, there's an upper echelon of Canoodle. Uh, uh, canoodle Corner <laughs> this Black. Is, this is the uh, Platinum. <laughs> it's it's Canoodle Corner Platinum. platinum. Pay for this subscription. Yeah. I do. So here's what I can say now that I've thought about it a little more. I think that people, um, I'm always mindful that there's a currency and in information. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's hard to meet new people because you don't know if they really just want to know about Beyonce. Some They want to know like a random story about B or Adele or somebody mm-hmm. or if they actually like, like me. You. So there's like this weird yeah. because they will, you know, so I'll get online and be like, well, I, you know, I, w- I did something one day, talked to this guy. He was very nice. Uh, it wasn't a date. It was like at a conference. We took a photo, simple. That was it. I get online and it's like, he is as rude as I thought. I'm like, and I, all I could write in the comment was like, I just saw you. I, just, I thought this was, but there's like a currency to being like, I talk to you and yeah. I hate you, or like mm-hmm. you know, and and like I don't love. But they'll never you. be upfront in that moment. No, even people that hate me on photos, which is like a fascinating. Yeah. I'm like, I know you don't like me. I've you seen you online. How do you know they don't crazy? like you? Because the energy I, they're giving you in the ass. No, so before I, this has happened actually three times recently, where I saw somebody in public, I like them, like I meet you, and I'm like, I'll go on Twitter and be like, love you, just met so and so. But before I do that, I always. 
uh, see if they've ever said my name before. It's like a thing I do. Mm-hmm. And every time they say something really awful about me, do you know what I mean? And like, that's awkward. It's like a weird thing. Cause I'm like, I don't know you. I just, I don't know your whole name, Got but it. I'll go online and be like, oh, she's so sweet or Ryan's so kind or like, you know, what could someone say bad about you? Oh, especially enough. black. They will. <laughs> uh, just give me one. Oh, I don't, they could probably tell you what people say. <laughs> people think I'm a celebrity and don't do any work. People uh, think that I like steal money from victims of police violence. They got people, you mixed up with Sean King. People, um, <laughs> people, <laughs> uh, people say that I like wasn't really in the street. You know, it's a whole host of things. But so we guess that was Photoshop. So, yeah, it's like a weird, but anyway, it's like a conspiracy um, theories. People, especially people when it are, comes to this man, like I have witnessed personally, like people like, yo, why you? And I'm like, my, like, do the work. Like Ryan said, like, do the work. Like, you could what talk. What have people said to you? Oh, people said the, everything they, you've said, they, oh, but you, but you know, when it comes to me, it's now I'm caping. It's not enough that I'm supporting you for just being a black man. Then it's that, oh, Mouse, he's gay. Oh, I see what's going on there. You, like, uh, what did it say when you came on my episode? Um, They said that I was being. The gay mafia or something? Yeah, I was being used the gay as agenda. like the gay, uh, the muscle for the gay agenda or something. Like, like the, all the black gay people got in my hand was like, I sold I sold my soul to like protect them. There's some dumb shit like that. God like, forbid my black ass supports another black motherfucker. And you know this from, I, will, I bet that you know this from your work, is that how people identify is has nothing to do with what they do in the bed. Do you know what I mean? Because a number of straight people who, I'm like, why is your hand right there? You know, I'm like, I thought you was, <laughs> don't you have a wedding course. ring on? You know what I mean? I've been in places, I'm like, what is, aren't you married? That's and they're saying. like, no. I'm like, I definitely saw the photo of your wedding <laughs> ring, you know? I saw your so, anniversary pics. Yeah. So that's, that's why I don't even, that's why it's like, I don't even pay attention to shit. It's like, I, I hear it and it's like, we can't. Okay, cool. you can't. I've mo- heard one person say that about you when it came to gay shit. And I was like, bro, you are barking up. Like, what am I? What am I gonna do? Eating you feel, tree. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, what I'm gonna do? I'm supposed to. So, in order for me to, number one, these motherfuckers will be, and I don't care about followers or whatever shit, but it'll be a motherfucker with 25 followers, following 7 million people, and I'm supposed to hate gay people or like disrespect black gay people or black people as a whole because it'll make me real to you. Mouse, the, the fact that you do support black gay men and are popular amongst hetero black men is so important more than you know. Fuck the muscle thing. It's so beyond. It's so trailblazing, probably what you even could feel right now. I mean, I'm somebody that literally I've lived with black gay men. They're in my family, close like this. And I mean, I had to break up with that don't fuck with my mm-hmm. friends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so to watch someone do it like you, where a motherfucker can't really talk shit about you because you someone that got that mouth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, who who could really come at you and roast you for kicking uh, it with a gay dude? I mean, I mean, but that's it, the it thing. It shouldn't even matter. That, that, and that's the part. And that's that's the my part. whole thing about like, it. The, the more, the more it shouldn't, we, but it does. The, no, fuck we say it here every day. The like, more energy you bring into that shit, the worse it's gonna be for you. So why I want to be positive? I don't. I don't want to fight nobody. I don't want to have to curse nobody. I don't want to have to do none of that unless you bring me to that point. I have friends that are everything under the sun. But I'm your friend because I fuck with you. That's not, exactly. It's not your decisions. I'm not like. And I oh, told the Raiders before, like, out. and and I'm I'm lucky because it was it was the same thing. We, it, I'm privileged to be close friends. A lot of my close friends in this moment of my life are people I began as fans of. Absolutely. Deray, Weezy, Mac, um, me. I you, know you. Was you I was I was a Fly Rock fan from day good. day one. Honestly, so, uh, um, know. you know I was like Fly Rock. Got to get next got to him. him. He cool um, guy. Canoodle corner. It does make the best friendship. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like 
I seen you, and you already know where I'm coming from, right? I, you don't even have to worry about it. You're like, is this a nigga? No, I'm a fan. And I'm telling you up front, I am a fan of the work you do. I'm a fan of the work you do. And then we built a friendship. I didn't say, now the right, now we get to be friends. Weezy, now we get to be. It nah. was, we met, we, we, we I did, did your podcast in the middle of the night. It was. Did you really? Which was, one? Oh, uh, that was He-Man, He-Man Women's Club. Literally, it was like, I was hoping he was going to cancel. I told him I was going to do it. So I was like, oh, let me know. And then he was I've like, been trying, I've been chasing that interview I'm like, for like literally Oh my God, three it was like the middle point. of the night. I was like, uh. But I will say, the homophobia of men is often, uh, it's a, the violence is often something close to physical, right? So even mm-hmm. like the verbal violence, you always are worried that it's going to spill into the physical mm-hmm. space. The homophobia mm-hmm. of women is a little different. And what I've always appreciated about you is that, uh, there's never a worry about the safety of bodies around you. Like it just—it's nah, like that sort of everybody's good around. And and, uh, I, and people like to based on what bothers them. That is how they'll critique me, right? So it's like, for the most part, people don't have a problem with black lesbians, right? So it's always the fact that I that I I say I defend black people. So if you're trans, hetero, so if you're black, I got you. I'm yeah. riding. I don't care. I'm riding. But they won't hear that. They'll hear, they'll see. Oh no, you just stand up. and because they're bothered by that. Yeah, they don't see anything. They they won't say nothing they because I defend it. black lesbians and black trans women and black trans men the same way. But because what bothers them is the effemination of men, that's when they'll be like, "Well, look at what you're doing, and now you got a voice in the community, and this is what you're using it for." Yo, it is where people think that I can't be. Uh, when people realize I was gay, it was like. The, nothing I could do could be radical. Like it just can't be, it like automatically can't be, which is interesting. I do get this weird, this is a back to the original question about dating. Uh, people, I get a lot of like, do you have sex in the vest questions? People have this like I vest fetish. Yo, wait, wait, no, wait, I'm wait. I was going to ask you about your vest. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many of us do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can say Mac Wilds joins you in that because I, my friends have insomnia. It's real. It's real out here in the field. But do you got to go to a meeting for that? Never mind. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. Well, but how does insomnia affect like your productivity? Like how does it affect you trying to I mean, get shit done? I mean, because because I'm not sleeping at night. Uh, of course, your body will shut down at other times. So I, I'm I'm constantly trying to find uh, like that that balance. So uh, mouse, we I think we have a product for that. We do. Our new sponsor, Fields, has something that can help. So what is Fields? I'm gonna tell you. Feels is premium CBD direct delivered directly to your doorstep. Mm. I mean, you don't gotta go looking for the weed man. You don't gotta go looking for nobody. You ain't gotta make no calls. It's coming directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Yeah, uh, I used Feels for the first time a couple of days ago, and yo, knocked me out. And it's uh, you you stay clear headed, so you wake up kind of you wake up fresh and everything. It's not like a almost like a daisy. Um, Almost like a daisy. <laughs> <laughs> now, feels is easy to take. All you got to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. Now, Ryan, you was talking about it before. Yeah, the product alone is, if you know, like, the uh, the little droplets in the bottle, you put it right under your tongue. It's amazing. Sleep well. No headaches. You're good. Yeah, it's, it's a great product. So if you're new to CBD... Fields offers a free CBD hotline and text message support to help guide your personal experience. You feel better naturally, and there's no high hangover or addiction. That's so, a fact. when we're talking about membership, guess what? If you 
sign up today. You become a member. You get 50% off your first order. Ooh. Join the Fields community 50. to get Fields delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel anytime. <laughs> so I'm telling you guys, if you become a member right now, you get 50%, 50 off, off it's real. your it's first real. order. All right? Fields has Mac and Ryan feeling better every day, and it can help you, too. Become a member by going to fields.com slash next door, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash next door to become a member and get 50% off automatically at your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash next door. I had a question about you. I get a lot of it. How That's many weird. blue vests do you own? See, they think, they, they, see they think, I, I told you. I, <laughs> what? I just got it's it. one vest. It's just one. I yeah. kind of thought it was one too. It's the same one from the protest. This, this is the same one from the protest. Okay, I didn't uh, know it was the same one though. No. I, yeah, thought, yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought you renewed it. They thought, no. you, like, <laughs> they, they thought you were <laughs> like the cartoons. Yo, yo, I, thought, every, I thought realistically, you had a closet full of blue vests. You go in like Homer Simpson's closet and it's just. Has Patagonia ever thanked you? I know them. Yeah, yeah. We're like, I know them. I okay. don't have like a deal or I don't want to sponsor. Do white people get upset with I'm me? Like, tell them to take it off. <laughs> no, they've been I, I want that skin. Now, I want them to do, they should do a Black History Month. Uh, Patagonia said Black History oh, Month gee. something. Yeah. They should do some pride something. Oh, look you know, into like, that. They should tell my. I mean, I, it I is the them. best of Murray Hill finance assholes. And then you kind of. Reclaim it. You did. Like, do you it did. Again. Thank God. So, but if you have somebody for me to date, I, I'm down. I'm trying <laughs> to noodle. Like, I really corner. try to do you justice and answer the question. I think that uh, some well, you people. Ba- you've answered it. Okay, good. Yeah, you good. good. You okay. good. Yeah, you you were trying good. to spin out of it so I much was, that you got yourself busy, but like, we here. He tried to like, spin out of it so much, he answered like four times. You can't play. You know, you spin You play that game when you spin the coin. I feel like the reason you are famous is because you have a great personality. I think that mm. uh, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, not to discredit your activism. I'm just saying, like, there are many activists, but I feel like you stand out because the of most, your personality. Oh, I appreciate it. So yeah, yeah. How the most be... effective ones are the ones that are yeah. with the great personality because it transcends yeah. the books and you can go and talk and touch the people. So how the hell could you be scared to answer a dating question? Because, mm, you know, honestly, here's you know, what it is, is that I feel like so that. much of my life is public. Like so much of everything I do oh, is okay. already public. That dating is one of the only things that I feel like is only mine. You know, it's like the only... You, People know that, you know, in the book I talk about being molested as a kid or both of my parents were drug addicts or that, like, you know, everything about the protests. So dating is like the only thing that is like not that's, something that's I share you. with the world every, you know? Yeah. Like, so interviewers can't really ask me questions about it because they don't know, you know? So I get these weird best questions, which no, is sort no. of an odd thing. The, the um, said, they're like, do you keep the best? And you're like, that's weird. You know, like it's, you a, it's with the best. there's do down you in it. You know what I mean? It's like, that would be sweaty <laughs> like, and gross. Like, I know you wash your vest, you take it off. But my thing is, I just thought you had yeah. 20 I, of them. I'm not going to hold you. No, no. I would have sex. I would have sex in the vest. If, if I had a vest, I would have sex in the vest. At least one if you got, got you. Oh my you got to be fucking hilarious. a fan fan. <laughs> no. I like somebody no. who's just like, yo, I really like you. Oh, what do you do? Oh, you do a podcast? That's like wax. I'm keep the vest. Wax hit with the Timbs. He said he'd be. Busted cheeks in the tent. Well, wax. Charlemagne's uh, Charlemagne's man, the big one with the dreads. He always. <laughs> Alright, so if you ever see the big dude that just all got these big boots on, right behind Charlemagne, move. He wore him to a fucking wedding. Wax. Yo, he wears. He he's just very wears on tips. brand. Very on. Like very tips. on brand. Give it up. I think it is too. Like I, I want to date people who are uh, who know something about the world, and I think I always sort of like I. The work is important just because it's important, you know, and the people like get. My like brain long. is cooking. I'm, I kind yeah, of, you're reminding me of someone. I 
His name? Was that, guy, was that guy cute that I was apparently not paying attention to? No, he wasn't. Like okay, good. Just so hard. Um, I know someone really cute. He's very into art. No, a little too much. He's too smart. He's my smartest friend. Well, let's do it. I think. I'm straight, though, Weezy. Ah, uh, that was good. But no, art, though, is art your thing? No, but yes, yes, art is my thing. Yeah. Podcasting is an art, and I'm. I will make a quick plug though. So there is this thing about um. I'll send you so a page. Just the, uh, this is my two seconds about the police. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, most people don't realize that the police have killed more people since the protests, not less. It's not getting better; it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. A third of all the people killed by strangers killed by a police officer, which is I crazy. saw that one third. Yeah, one third, and then um, and then. This is the first year ever where black people are more afraid of being killed by an officer than being killed by community violence, which Ooh, is really that's wild, wild. That's right? Wild. So you think about New York City, it's like after Garner gets killed, de Blasio releases the ban on chokeholds. Chokeholds are no longer banned in New York. Releases the ban on shooting and moving vehicles, no longer banned in New York. And then removes the restriction on deadly, like there used to be a rule in New York that deadly force has to be used as a last resort. No. Uh, which is intense. And I will say that I, I've had to, in the dating space, I've had to really, um, this is why my Instagram is not the movement because I needed somewhere on the internet that wasn't about death for me mm. because so much of the internet for me is like death. It's like Twitter is like mostly bad things and yeah, Facebook is. is like, and I just needed one place where like there was joy, you know, because the internet was like, That's it's why, like yeah. so much death in my you world. you curate it well. Like I, it, it, it feels like a stark I gotta check it out now. Uh, from your Twitter. Like, yeah. if somebody follows, I'm like, I know, like, there's people I follow for, like, okay, I know I'm gonna get some information, information here. So, obviously, your Twitter, full information, full information, full information. But then there's the other side of you, the Instagram fun Instagram is like, Instagram all is joy. literally the fun stuff and it's the, the Ray's life. We gotta get you an Oculus, but I don't work for Oculus, but you would love if I had planned to come here, I would have brought it. What made you think about like the it? The VR headset. Because I just put this thing on my close friends of my niece who is six playing Fruit Ninja on the Oculus. Have you ever done it? Oh, no. I've played. I've watched porn on it, on the, but I guess that's not a shocker to anybody here. On the Oculus, mm-hmm. was it cool? Oh no, didn't yeah. They, like, there's a there's an amazing like some, yeah. There's yeah. an amazing porn uh, director I'm a fan of named Erica Lust. She makes uh, feminist porn, which is basically just so what watching women show? have orgasms. Oh, and she has this dope idea. I wish I came out with it first. So she started a website years ago called X Confessions, and people would just it was a Reddit for sex, and <laughs> really, and like you would just. Talk about your fantasies, and then she'd make movies out of them. And all of her oh, movies are out of fantasies. That's brilliant. And, uh, let, let me ask you. Can I ask a question now? Do you feel like people are, are more open about sex than they used to be? Like, yes. do you think that it, I think it's cool to be a slut. I'm, I'm not doing anything groundbreaking, in my opinion. There are pioneers that have done what I do. I'm just, I could say maybe funnier than some of them. That's, that's why it caught on. Um, I think maybe my podcast, I believe, it's from the corporate girl perspective when we started. It was the working girl that liked to fuck nasty when it's normally like you hear it from celebrities or porn stars or sex workers. It wasn't really from the average chick. And I think that's why what I did made me popular. But um, no, I mean, the vlogging of sex talk, um, right, on YouTube, things like that. Uh, shout out to Lady W. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she started that wave 10 years ago. And um, it, it kind of started from there. I think it is cool to be a slut, which is what makes what I do easy. I think. Um, what is it? How do you define slut? I think slut um, as to me, I don't really have a, a definition that I stick to, but I think that it's looking sexy, dressing, dressing a little promiscuous and just being open about your sex is slutty. Right. Like talking about your sex is so taboo that if you do it, you're a whore, you're a slut. That's just an American thing. 
Yes, it is just an American thing. But we live in America. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. In other countries around the world, sex is not big. Like, it's something that happens often and something that happens all the time, and they're not afraid to speak up. Well, that's because of them. I mean, even with, like, uh, just think about when. You think of a nude beach, right? Like if, if you, I'm sure you've been to Barcelona, right? You got a nude beach there, and there's kids, and we're always over sexualizing it when we think about it. Like, how the fuck do you have kids that are naked? But this is their culture. It's not like we, I wasn't born with a hoodie on. Right. I came to this world naked. I don't feel like you also I, came to this world because someone fucked to get exactly. you. Exactly. So I'm not saying everybody's out there naked, touching on each other. That's a different type of place. Yeah. Like if you go to Europe and you go to these countries, sex is just sex. What did you say when we, we was on their podcast? You had the when you were in when you were in the the military. Yeah. You had the most sex. Yeah. In another country, mm-hmm. and it wasn't in your mind. I'm not saying in your mind you didn't think he was wild and doing right, something right. like that, but to everyone else, it's like. This is natural. This yeah, happens. I mean, Europeans natural. are super sexual. I don't know what the fuck is in the water, but they, they just are. No, it's just natural. that Things like that, you should not, not be scared to take. There's not much shame around it, but you I have to also is. remember, That's America is. is a religious place. And what's the connotation with that? Gay is bad. Sex is bad. Women should right. be at home. Right. Like, it's that whole thing. I just had a gay pastor on this week. Corey. Yeah, Corey. Girl. You got to have him on here. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. I mean... You know Corey. Yeah. From, uh, Damn, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, but from... Grapevine. The grapevine. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. The grapevine. Yeah, um, and just remembering those things about where we're taught that sex is bad. You know, it is all like a... Ch- I mean, even the horror phobia that me and Mandy have had in the beginning, where we would even not even realize we were doing it mm-hmm. to each other. It, it was a lot you of know, teaching moments where she'd be like, you a fucking hoe? You let that in? You, you. I want to... I wanna- uh, Ryan, remember horrophobia. I want to come back to that because I do want to because I, I do want to do a, a fair juxtaposition because what is dating is dating difficult like serious dating do, is it is it difficult for you to find in your work because yeah I don't think what you're what you do is considered sex work but it's like sex work adjacent it is sex work adjacent so and, it's um, like is that difficult to find somebody that's serious like obviously everybody wants to date you you look good and oh she talked about sex all day and that a, it it is it is hard. People say that they're they think it's amazing, and they don't because at the end of the day, what really scares us about who we, uh, let's just say BBWs, gay men. What scares us what about BBW? being open about loving these people because we know what other oh. people think of them, mm-hmm. right? So oh, okay. I'm scared to tell you that I like this because of what someone else will think. Fair. That has been such a topic for men with their friends that date me. They or. It's this thing with like, wow, you're so smart or, you know, I I can't believe you're like this. Like, I only started a fucking business off of talking about sucking dick, but sure. You know, or it's like, at least you don't fuck for money, but, you know, talking about it. And it's weird. My Instagram will come up a lot. I'm dating someone right now who's 40. He's great. And he has constant. Don't be on Instagram. Well, you do. And (laughs) the closer that we get, he always tells me. I'm always so excited to tell people about how much more there is to you. And as much as I, I think that's appreciate, appreciate it, I think that's it in a way, I'll like, be like, why? what do you mean? Like, my well, no, work think, is amazing. No, I think that's fair, though. I think because he knows anyone you. can say that he about He knows what people see. They can and, even say that he about knows, the right, He knows right? you like, off of a platform. No, I don't think even think it's, no, I don't even think there's that. Like, Maybe. if somebody <laughs> says, oh, there's so much more to the right, right, like, there's the activism, there's what the public sees. And sometimes, especially in the industry we're in, sometimes the people that we um, value for their celebrity, uh, sometimes I, that's all there is I to them. It. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So to say that there is more, 
Like I, I, me personally, but everybody different. Me personally, I love to hear that, right? When somebody meets me, whether it's at trap karaoke or whatever the case may be, I love to say, I love for them to be like, yeah, I, I love that there's just so much more to you, right? Because you Absolutely. see something and that's... Because a lot of the celebrities that we see, we love, musicians we love, but we would hate to chill with them. Exactly. Mm, so when somebody says there's more... But and, and like I said, I don't know the way Weezy, I don't know the way he means it, and I don't know the way she's receiving it. But it, it I don't made think me that's insecure about it. what is my online persona. To me, I always thought that I seemed, yes, sexual, but like fun. I always just hope I give out good energy, and I've always felt like I've had that presence, but it maybe is. that's just not no, enough. No, it's true. It is, because you give out that energy, but a lot of people are scared to even approach that. So when they do approach it in mm-hmm. a way of what they're used to seeing on Instagram and stuff, then they really get to know you. They're like, damn, this whole time I've been scared to talk to this girl. I think there also could be something where people believe that uh, this is a performance. This is actually not the way that you sort of go through the world. Yes. Or this a is lot like of people do talk, think right? I'm this being like, performative. That's yeah, that this is like, you don't actually just talk about sex because this is an important topic, but like this is like your work. Like, it's your work in the sense that you're performing all the time. Do you know what I mean? Now, yeah. She live, uh, Weezy live her raps. A lot of people don't. I think the biggest mm. misconception about me, not that it matters if you do or don't, but a lot of people are always surprised at how I can't have crazy casual sex. Like I am a very intimate person. Yeah, I how you, you cannot? Yeah. Huh? How you choose? How, you... how, how, I, how, I, how I am. They think oh, I'm just going to be kind of like fly by, like fucking whoever, whenever. Um, where I can do that, I'm just generally not that person. That shit just doesn't get my pussy wet. I'm disgusting. But I do need with the people you like. Yeah, right. like it does take another level to get there, and I think everybody is always shocked at that by me. Um, I, to the point that I'm called the emo ho on my show because it's like I might, you know, want to choke on your dick, but I'm gonna cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> or during, but I mean, no, like even no, you cried during sex before. You can't do that. Yes, no, no I, you told me. I gotta this. go home. I can't do Yo, that. Yo, tell that story real fast. Too much. Too much that's time. Nah, don't tell it. Don't tell it. Don't tell it. That's I mean, here's that's, the thing. That's traumatic. One, I cry during sex because it's a release. Sometimes it's gonna make me cry. <laughs> I'm but, like, Yo, what, 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 look, you know, I'm gonna say, what would you do? What I did? Like, no, no, I'm sorry. You, you did consent. No, don't stop. Please, don't stop. Like a little. I'm like fucking old. You know, like a little brother. Like you do some. You hit him in his leg. You start crying. No, 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 no. Hit me back. Hit me back. Stop playing. Sweet, sweet. I'm like, no. Hit me back. I'm looking. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't consent. No, 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 no. You don't consent. We don't consent. Why are we doing because, it? Back. So like I used to like a lot of like I had a dom at the at the time when I was like explain that to this crying a lot. So for those who don't know what a dom is, it's when you have a dominant. I was his sub. And um, there's a large, um, you go into a sub drop sometimes if you've been like, let's say spanked a lot or you're going through really rough sex, like choking and slapping and even hardcore talking. Like the safe word type of sex. Yes. Mm. So once you stop, sometimes you're just stuck there and you're like, oh, sex is over. I don't know where to go. You can cry. And it wasn't even like a depressing cry. It was just like weird Release There's the tears. Release. So whenever having really rough sex like that, I learned about aftercare. Like it needs to be a lot of like kissing, touching. Um, actually, there's a lot of subs that want to get beat up just for the aftercare. Like they like. Why can't you just ask for that first? Like interesting. I think that they want to deserve it. Oh. And the sub theory, I was just at a talk yesterday that the person was talking about the sub space that like uh, the sub is often the most dominant person in the relationship. You have to in ask general. For all those things, yeah. And then uh, that there's a that there's a part of being submissive that actually is a release that they don't experience in the general world. Yes, you know, which is sort of interesting. That's why they say cops are a dom, a dom's like biggest like customer or whatever because. You're so powerful in your everyday life. Yep. To me, I think it's just because I'm a very extroverted person and I generally get my energy from giving it to other people and getting it back. 
So sometimes in bed, I'm just like, well, I don't want to do anything anymore because I'm already so loud and vibrant. Like, it's exhausting when I go home. That's why I think I like submissive shit. I don't like doing anything down to the point where, like, I, I just love being told what to do, even if it's take off my own clothes, touch myself, like every single thing, which some people find to be disrespectful. I've had men, I interviewed some dude who was like, I can't believe you let men disrespect you like that. Like, right, because I only fucking asked for it. <laughs> oh, that, I don't know. You come better tell me all that shit. I don't know. I'm be like, do you find a difference between uh, the way men and women express their sexual desires? Yes. I think that men especially sleeping with both people men are able to communicate what they want because they're always expecting to be it's kind of like that porn i brought up the end of in finale of porn is a dude coming in hetero porn right Mm -hmm. so they know that they are the whole uh i'm the climax and the end to this interesting that the women are like an accessory yes so it's like you've got to listen to me plus what we watch we all kind of learn sex from porn that's our first like how do I get this pump going? Like we, we, we pretty much have, everyone's got a teaching moment from porn. And in porn, with hetero porn, it's women being on their knees, um, saying yes to whatever, being spanked, kind of being roughed around. It's this dominant role for men. So I think women aren't used to asking for what they want at all. This is why men really like fucking older women. Because you hear a voice that you normally don't a lot of women don't even know how to make themselves orgasms and if they do they're scared to tell men because it's like you give them that ego bruise if you have to tell them what to do we just don't mm. expect to do and those what do, things what do older women do i know nothing about women so it's like it's like i'm learning i'm look, he's learning right but he do learning. not worry uh, we don't either. <laughs> That's our number one thing on this podcast. We, we know, know that nothing. we know nothing. <laughs> well, like, how you so good with women? Because we know we don't know shit. It's said know. that older women are a lot more assertive in bed and they know how to ask for what they want or they're better lovers. And I think the reason for that is not because younger women don't know what they like. It's because they're waiting for someone else to take the lead, opposed to older women that generally don't wait. Um interesting and i also think even a sub can tell you what they want it's just like you have so to find the place me. and time for oh, it but yeah. excuse me i don't know one of y'all are cash having me 25 dollars because i'm about to miss my appointment okay that's for your fee oh oh she got an appointment what appointment for you what? at? it's for my eyelash oh i thought it was like a, a oh, 20, uh, coochie stick how much 25 mm-hmm. yeah you got you for my um, eyelashes <laughs> your eyelashes are great <laughs> i got a refill Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. They be thicker. Remember, we don't know anything about women. 
I love it. <laughs> you I see don't, how I don't, easy I don't it know anything about women in sex. That's what I meant to say. Well, women in sex, a lot of straight men don't know no, anything about either. I was about to say, so, yeah. we but I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with myself. Sometimes I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't know what I'm doing, but every person is different. Everybody's body is different. And to your mean, credit, women are very hard to please. Absolutely, and I don't Seriously. mean to guess. And the this fact podcast, that I, I don't mean to guess. I can be okay. Role, I'm, I'm fine with that. We're gonna guess ourselves right now. There's a reason why all three of us get reviews that we get. And I think it's because we literally enter the space that we don't know. We're learning. I'd we, say the same thing all the time. We are willing to learn. Just off of their podcast, my DMs are just filthy and disgusting. Well, well and, it's been and like that for two years. Let it's me explain, like let let me explain that real quick. We're going to skip around it. I know like two women that Ryan fucked and said it was so amazing and crazy. I saw one girl cry over him. My co-host oh my said, God. oh, shit, I know someone too. And I honestly, I feel like I normally get the vibes I, it's crazy because I don't see them with Ryan. But then my homegirl, who I would like to think of one of my OGs, <laughs> met Ryan and was like, oh, that little nigga got something. And I was like, what? I didn't touch that woman. You know the vibes. She just saw it off of She saw the aura. The little glow. No, they exchanged a few words. And I just don't get it. <laughs> but but... I, I feel like I talk to women as I'm older. Yeah. Even though I'm not as old as I talk. I feel How like old are you? I'm 30. But I feel like the people, well, the person who taught me everything about relationships and everything with somebody who was never in a relationship but he he taught me how to treat a woman and stuff like that I feel like I don't talk down to anyone but I speak as a older individual mm-hmm. like I know what I want I like this what do you like we're I want to please I want to do that if you like this is what we're gonna go we're speaking up not you speaking also down. just may sincerely be a giver and a lot of people say that they are but they're not it's a good thing to say like oh I love pleasing no like, no it's one thing to say I love really pleasing when you get in that moment if you that's amazing for me to look at somebody in their eyes and they be like, "Yo, you really." That's it's not about me. Mm-hmm. When I when I say that all the time, when I was younger, it was about me. Mm-hmm. Like I I get it off, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm good. Regardless of reviews, it's like whatever. Now it's like no, because y'all know my my fear in life mm-hmm. to be in that group chat. Like no, what? Nope, he didn't. No, nope. that is my greatest Listen, fear. Just being in a group chat, you already won. No, not if no, it's trash. Not if you got seven bad he's reviews. The all, he's like the all publicity is good publicity. That's you. <laughs> Can I you gonna put me in a group chat? What makes me yeah. pub so much like women taking care of their pH is pub? I've always kind pub? of been what like. I mean, you got to remember you talking to pH us. Is that, no, no I feel like my whole time talking about pH. No, you said what makes me pub. What is pub? Publicize like taking care of your pH. I'm sorry. We think every little letter is me. I think everything she said. Pussy under. Pussy under the. I'm like, I don't know nothing about pub. No, I've heard so many guy friends talk shit about the way women smell. And I hate, I don't like that. Like, I, I really find it to just be one, tacky. And two, if it is true, like, I got to help some girls out here. Because it's just an awful, it's so embarrassing. It's so private. It's so intimate. And just to know you had that moment and someone's now saying that you're stank, like, I can't handle, I don't even like reading. Now, that is something I care about. Like, don't say I stink. If you say I stink, <laughs> if you say my breath stunk, I, I stunk, that yeah. is what, you talk about, because you got to remember. You have no preparation, though, which is like really I'd rather wonder. you say I'm bad in bed than like my pussy stank. You, you mm. could say whatever, to be honest, when it comes to sex. Shout out to the the reviews, the the dick yelp reviews. I appreciate y'all, <laughs> but I'm just saying they could have lied. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure some of the dick yelp. You're that, in dick yelp. It was three of them. And some and, and, and some. <laughs> Not of, that I'm on. And I'm pretty sure. And I'm Not pretty sure at least. Right. I'm pretty sure at least one of them lied. I'm pretty sure. But were they good reviews? They were good. But I'm like, I know. Come on, y'all put me like, nah. Come on. 
But even if they didn't, they could have lied. You get what I'm saying? Like, there might be somebody saying, oh, Mouse was fire in bed, and I never slept with him. But straight men have it that you have no prep. You can just... No, don't believe that. We do have to prep. Nah, we, bro. Gay lie. sex is an event. We got to yeah. laugh. Or even women. I mean, you like can't... Do, I assume there's some prep. Yes, my yes. hands. You know I cannot <laughs> wear, hands. like, seriously, any kind oh, of... like interesting. Yo, just the cleanliness of taking care of your hands. Like, your I mean... Your hands. I didn't even think about it that. It is a big I'll, I'll say this. Deal. Yes, y'all have to prep more. But in my mind, I have to be prepared to do the damn thing. See yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. You could you, look and a, a <laughs> right, woman right, right before you gotta get it up. Right, right, saying, right a woman, a woman, a woman can be beautiful and her her the sex be trash, but it, it is better because she's beautiful. It makes everything a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you could be on on the, on your back not doing nothing. You'd be like, yo, honestly, if she you didn't look do nothing, down, you. But I'm looking at her and I'm like, we're like God. We're thinking, I'm like, essentially that comes from that conquering spirit, right? We're like. Nigga, I got what I wanted. Yeah, nigga. You will not even go remember. We've been in these situations where, like, the next day we're like, nah, that shit was kind of trash. If I'm being honest, that shit was kind of trash. But, but I got the kill. But she looks so good, I will try it again. Because I want to see if it just was a moment. It might have been. But if it's trash and you, it's like. The best dick I've ever had was very weak the first night. And then Listen, he, he got to be honest. Like, what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's proven. You didn't have no prep time. I think it's like. That is not the I think your chemistry got it. Oh my God. The anticipation is. I, I hope no reporters write I mean, about I, me on this know, podcast. I know, the, you know, I know the I lingo. I hope they do. Then more listeners are going to listen. Oh my God. Look, I'm going to be like, the room. Anyway, Dre, what were you doing in that podcast? Huh? Everything. I um, was well, you supporting did. people I love. Look, you, you know? did I talk about the police. I felt bad when I saw you in here. I said, oh Lord, he ain't You, I saw you walk in and start your shit. I said, oh, you don't know her. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we just walked in and woke pussy. I said, oh, you didn't even ease the nigga into it. Someone said I had woke pussy because... Oh, I seen it. I seen it, it on Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> because I used to watch Bukaki. I love Bukaki porn. It's when a bunch of guys, mm. oh. uh, you, you know, know come on a woman. But I like black women in my porn. And so a lot of the Bukaki porn is black women and a bunch of white dudes coming on them. And they be saying, like, really racially charged mm. shit. And I couldn't fucking watch it. And like, Freddie Gibbs was like, what you got? need black lives matter porn? I was like, yes. I need that. No, they would be saying shit like, no, oh, you like no, 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 it wasn't. It's gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna ruin my day. Do I don't not tell me that. Mm-hmm. Tell me later. Tell me. Later. No, don't I tell think me it's at important all. Important to normalize ideas of sex uh, in public. So I appreciate. Thank you. you. If we, okay, it's bad, but ain't that crazy? No, it's. But bad. they would just be like, "Oh, do you like it on your pretty little black face?" And they would like say shit about that. Piss me off. Their, and all they did was just say a noun. Yeah. All they just say an adjective. Your black face. And I would be the like, fuck was behind Yo! that black." Capri Styles did one. It's like it, who the it, fuck is Capri Styles? I'm, I'm thinking Capri mm, from Instagram. Mm, Capri mm, Styles. Mm, I don't. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, I don't watch. I don't watch porn. But so I don't. I don't long story short, I went, I went to prep school. It was very hard to watch them talk oh, about that. Oh, where'd you go? A lot of lot of. What school did I go to? Trinity Pauling. Trinity what? Pauling, upstate New York. Pauling. So it's you know it's a lot of lonely Makes nights. I watched it. Porn. A lot of lonely nights of myself. How long is your recovery gonna be? Six weeks. Like what will it be? Uh, is it like bed rest? Is it nah, um, no running? So since this has happened to me, I've learned, I've ran into a lot of people that are similar in situations or have had it. That have donated. Me so, you, remember we were talking about Yeah. You I wouldn't know. Kidney. She has one kidney. Nobody, I didn't want to say anything. I was going to let her say it. But Shout out to my one kidney. So, <laughs> um, Do you donate to Joyce? No. Okay. 
But I would have loved to. But she got one. So, <laughs> nah, but um, I wish it's just so honorable what he's doing, in my opinion. They say full recovery six weeks. I can't lift anything over twenty pounds for six weeks. People that I know, they're like, yo, you'll feel, you'll be good to move around and do whatever in like two, two to three, you'll be good. Is somebody helping to take care of you? Um, as of now, no. The you and your mom get it done at the same time, right? Yeah. But she, her house, there's a whole, she like, you can stay with me. I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> your grandma's house, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely good. I was like, my house is fine. You're going to want we that got, love for a few days till you're tired of it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll get the love, but there's nobody that's like, Damn, so nobody's going to be in your condo in Tulum, huh? Me and and Mac are bringing the vibes. (laughs) You are the worst. You see what I'm saying? But I'm definitely taking a big trip, a couple big trips after this surgery. Where we at? You know know the passport. I'm definitely going to Africa. I'm going back. I was supposed to be there for New Year's. I can't go. Yeah, I was about, so I'm I was just going March. Shout out to the PVO. Guys. I've been starting um, to feel like a little hypocrite by not being in Africa. Like everybody's like, "How you so pro black? But you love me in a year." I'll tell you this: I can skip Europe for the rest of my life. No more Europe. I don't need Europe. If I could just go to Africa, I'm good. Africa's so big. There's so I've never been. Yo, Africa's amazing. I'm not as a civilian. I love. I love South Africa. I mean, I've been to Egypt. I've been to South Africa four times. Like, I what's your place, favorite place you've traveled, Dre? I've traveled almost exclusively for something related to work. Uh, so God. you didn't get the real. Uh, oh, I did. It just was like very. You know, it's like easier to just stay in, so I don't have to. I, the protests are really important to me. There's sometimes where I don't want to always talk about the protests. Okay. Uh, but I went to. I was in New Zealand. I did a set of talks in New Zealand and Australia. Fire. Both super racist, but gorgeous. I was places. like, but racism. Yeah. Um, oh shit! Nah, Cape Town's so, racist as hell too. I was in uh, Cape Town, which is the most beautiful place I've ever been to. Gorgeous and problematic. Uh, I was in Haiti at the beginning of the year. Also incredible to see the way black people. Like what was incredible about Haiti is uh, all the kids sort of know the revolution really well in an interesting way. Like mm. kids, they're like, "Who's your favorite revolution?" And, like they have the like beautiful, and they wow. sort of know the history. Yo, in for a way the that's first like, time ever, I seen a flight. I was gonna be going to Miami or whatever, so I'm I'm coming. I, I'm checking into my flight going to, uh, from Miami, and I happen to walk by a flight that's going to Haiti. So, like, as you see the thing, you're expecting, like, I'm like, like, let me see if it's going to be all black people. Literally all black people. And they was just, they're right in front of this terminal, uh, in front of this gate. And I don't know, I'm not being cheesy. I don't know how to articulate, but it's like, you felt something that I never seen Yo, a flight full of black people. People. That's what great. I'm me, from Florida. What, I guess that's why I seen Well, yeah, because you're right. So, but I, that was my first time seeing it. So I'm like, when I got off the plane in I'm Africa, go. and I'm going to yeah. restaurants, Haiti's black. Uh, you were South Africa. Well, yeah, and I was in like Johannesburg, and besides Cape Town, like Durban and stuff, like to see. Every restaurant is my black people cooking the food. To go to the hotel and everybody blacks in there. I'm not saying they own it. The big. I I'm not saying Dude, that. We don't know what. I don't know what. But the at the same, at the same time, the I'm looking in a five star restaurant and the kitchen is all the chefs are black and I'm like, yo, this is. You this is you know, amazing. Like, I, we good. Like, I ain't worried about nothing. In Haiti, they thought that I was Haitian, and I, I don't speak Creole, and I'm not Haitian. And so just... they were like so disappointed, you know? <laughs> because, you're a re- because you're a revolutionary. They're like, oh. I get off the plane, and it's He's like, there are white oh, people on the plane, too, and they separate me from literally everybody else on the plane, and I go through this like fast customs thing, mm-hmm. and I get to the desk, and they realize I'm not Haitian, and they just let me through. <laughs> but everybody else on the plane has this long line, this long process. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, if you're from here, over here. I know. If you're I'm, not over here, they And just, I was like, I was on two <laughs> seconds. And then he started talking in Creole, and I'm like, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. He no, just was so mm-hmm. I've been in New Orleans, though. <laughs> right. I was like, I'm so sorry. Vous vous avec Vous vous Is that it? I don't know what it means, but that's all I got. But now, Duray, you ran for office recently. I did. Um, no way. Talk, can, can we talk about that? Damn, for a I gotta bit? watch this. Yes. 
Um, so talk talk to people about what you did, where you were running, and how that raced it. Because I, I want to ask a little bit about you know obviously the current climate of politics. So just fill people in right now on. So I ran for mayor in Baltimore in 2016. I didn't win, obviously, because I'd be mayor right now. Uh, you know, it was it's so interesting to, and I had to work to let go of the bitterness around that race, but. When I ran in 2016, it was people still saying that, like, activists should run pro- – like, that, that we should only be on the outside, right? That, like, why would you – to be a part of the system mm-hmm. is to sell out. And to, so I had a whole lot of that. There were people who felt like – the you know, I was on Colbert twice and da da So there are a whole set of people who feel like there's some, like, white machine behind me sort mm-hmm. of pushing me like that. Mm-hmm. So I got all those conspiracy theories, which was – They think there's a white machine behind your – Activism. There was like a there was a there was a, a activist in the city who was quoted in every article about me saying really negative things, and we met up after the election. And I was like, "What did I do? You know, like what was mm. it?" And he was like, "The only way you could be on Colbert is like there must you must have a PR person who is." And it's like the Colbert team like DM'd me, you know, like that was I played myself on Being Mary Jane. They DM me, you know, mm. they, like the writers room was like, "Hello, is this really direct?" You know, like. Uh, so people, I think, can't believe, like, they, there must be some grand sort of conspiracy, which is sort of crazy. And I ran with 80 days to election day, so it was, cra- it was like a crazy thing. And, you know, since then, you get, like, an AOC. You get all these people, young people, who are in office, so it's not... I remember I did a fundraiser in New York City when I ran, and it was national news, like a scandal. It was, like, sort of, why am I not in Baltimore? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, like, why would DeRay do a fundraiser in New York? He should be in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a this community association in Baltimore told me never to come. I mean, it was like a nightmare. Yeah. Whereas now, God forbid you live here. Yeah, you donated a, a ton of money to campaigns that don't aren't in your neighborhood. You know, that's not like an abnormal right. thing, but it was abnormal then, which was not exciting. So, uh, but it was good. I, you know, people should run for office. Uh, I will, I've been what at tables. Again? I've been at a lot of tables. And let me tell you, the, the people in office are not very smart. Uh, I would run again. How yeah. do you feel about Bernie Sanders? I like Bernie. Because you know, he's the only activist that I've felt like could really... Run for all, like he's an activist. You consider him an activist. I do. Okay. Uh, I, like I think Bernie. when you when you have a history and lineage of being an activist before you've been running for president before my time. Yeah. I think Bernie's. I think the the what for Bernie is brilliant. The how I always question. Always. So Bernie like can tell you what the world should look like. The moment you ask how we get there, it's like a little shaky, right? Right. Hillary was great on the how we get there. She couldn't paint a picture of what the what would look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like Warren. I think that Warren has like a lot of big ideas that are important. Her education, all the education plans are really weird and bad, and the criminal justice stuff's a little shaky for everybody. But so, if you remember, Bernie in 2016 said that he was going to free a million people from yep. prison. Right? There aren't a million people incarcerated in the federal prison, and it's like that's sort of awkward, right? To just like say should, something, just to say it. Yeah, well, you should know that they're yeah. like. They're, I, well, I think I, me personally, from what I've seen, I think he meant. Alone? I think he meant it. I think he meant he to free. I think he, like he's when he said it, he meant. <laughs> Oh, he was gonna you mean like a million, a million over people. time? I don't think he knew. No, that I mean they apologize for it, but it's like one of those weird things. Where like we should probably know, you know, you should probably know those things. Before. It's kind of like what you said earlier. Like let's only discuss the facts. Yeah, like right? let's, we can disagree, but who we are you disagree a fan with. of? For uh, I'm not supporting anybody publicly. I, you know, I like Warren. I'm interested in Warren. I think that um, Pete. I'm fascinated by Pete because Pete like is Pete. polling at one or zero percent amongst Black people and still is a national figure. Which we've never seen before. Like to, to you can't win without black people. Like it, it'll be impossible mathematically. Uh, but he has literally no support. None. It's like polling it. It's like no support amongst black people, and still is raising more so money. So why? Than why? And I, the reason I ask because I want to know. I like what, Andrew Yang too. What? Uh, what led? Or um, how do we feel about Kamala? I missed this one, so I can say for another like ten minutes. Um, how we miss Kamala? Kamala? Kam, Kam, Kamala. I'm sorry. I, I be I, I say what's yeah, in front I of met you. with Kamala and I, Kamala is uh, and I've had I've personally had text uh, talks with her team about 
try. Hey, what should we do? And what? Yeah. And for me, I'm like, well, do y'all see what the fuck I be saying on Twitter? Like, <laughs> y'all sure y'all want my advice? But I was able to. Like, Kamala was fine. I think that she got painted as like this defensive. That I, she was fine. Like she was not. I think that that was actually. A rep- but you know why? I think reporters were really. I think that her team might have been intense, but she was really fine. I think that the heart would kill Kamala is people painted her as a cop and da da da, and they had questions about her record that were fair questions, right? Even if the even if people's intent wasn't. But fair. But that gay thing with the bill. And how I can't remember what it was. You know what I'm talking so about. So Foster incest. So she, you know, she supported the bill that got rid of Craigslist, and so people were upset with that. So there were a lot of things that like she should answer for, right? I think that the team didn't take seriously that that those concerns didn't come from like a fringe. That it was actually a lot of people who were worried about that. So they just didn't engage. And I think that the lack of engagement made people believe it even more. So you saw the video of her doing the thing about uh, parents. Yeah. Who, the Ooh. truancy thing. Yes. That's Setting weird. You know, like the blocking up the parents for the yeah. kids. And I think that they just like, she just didn't engage because she was like, oh, this is like noise on the internet. And it actually wasn't noise on the and internet. And then by the time, which circles back to when they hit me up, I'm like, well, it's a little too late. Yeah. You know, they're, they're asking me how to get her on certain things. And I'm like, well, we could do that, but it's late. It's a little late. And what Bernie has mastered is that Bernie, his surrogates, they got it. So Nina Turner, whether you like Nina or not, Nina is Nina. spinning yeah. everything. You know, Brady can say something that makes no sense. And Nina will be on. And you're like, okay, Nina, I guess. <laughs> He's all right, Nina. You know, it's we like she it. got a spin. But you're like, wow, y'all got Nina out here doing you all know, the work. Her like, scoff is up. She <laughs> is, is, yo, she will defend any spin, She bro. is doing it. Kamala doesn't have that. I really hope Pete she doesn't, doesn't have, join like, Biden's They don't have ticket, I don't Biden. Like... None of them have, right. you know, a spin team that works as well. Did as, you see that video of Biden losing it almost on, uh, talking about? Biden is my, Biden is like, breaking what? down. He's he's vastly breaking down. But you got to so give it strong. to, you know, you think about he's won every election he's been in. He's been in office longer than any of us have been alive. It's like there is something about, imagine if that was you. You know, you'd run for president too because it's mm-hmm. like. I'm going to say this what, one thing. I don't what, think he's a pedophile. Right. I think. Who? Like I've seen the videos of him hugging kids and stuff. No, I don't think. He's a I, I don't think so. I think that Who, we Biden? can. No, I don't. Wait, Biden? What? You don't think he's what? I just a pedophile. That. Oh, like people like that. Yeah, there were oh, some videos of him like, like hugging, hugging kids. Yeah. I think he's like just old. I think there's I like do old, too. and he comes from a different. And I, and and he I pet especially one girl when it comes to like this, especially when it comes to white men, I don't give them that. I don't give them that benefit doubt. But there is something to saying like, oh well, when you're old, you interact with people based on your interaction. So. That's how old people, old people just hug. They just hug. That's- and I'll vote for whoever the nominee is. I do think we deserve somebody uh, more progressive than Biden. That's you know? the yeah. question I wanted to ask. So you said that you will vote for whoever the candidate is. At this point, do you think there is any currency in black people withholding their vote? No, I think that what people said in 2016, that was stupid then, it's stupid now. We got it. Trump, what is interesting about Trump is that people said that the election did, people were like, president doesn't matter. That was sort of like, a lot of people on the left said that in 2016. I know. And that was wrong. So embarrassing. I, I remember when I supported, um, I supported Hillary in the Washington Post and people wrote some of the meanest things they've ever read about me because it was like, you're a sellout. To, and you're like, you no this choice. man is why He is going to do this stuff. But you no, know I mean? I'm you the did, but, you, but, and okay, and, and I guess, as much as I try and stay linear when it comes to politics, that is the one thing I do side with. I I definitely don't think there's any benefit to black people just throwing our vote to blindly to the Democrat. I don't think it's blind. I think this is like a both and, right? That like like having to pick. I think it's disgusting that we have to pick the 
literally the lesser of two evils. That's what we had to do in 2016. We had to pick the lesser of two evils when it comes to black people specifically. Hillary wasn't as evil as him. Let's yeah, stop it, saying but it's that. Still, it's still She's... the lesser. You still said what I said. It's still the lesser of two evils. I, I know, I but don't... I feel like because we used verbiage like that, we really we're dealing at with Hillary two like evil she's... people. We're dealing with one person that is. So you're you're we're dealing with one person who has uh, what's the word I'm looking for has history and has political assets with their evilness, and then we have one who is just a loud bigot. Who, to be completely honest, I don't believe he's as bigoted and as racist as he tries to paint. I think who's this? Uh, the sitting president. I never say his name, but the sitting president. I think he is. Doing exactly what he said that he would do in that 1992 interview when he said, I will run Republican and I will win. And he did exactly that. Oh, because he said they were dumb. Uh, no, I'm going to disagree with you. There's a little too much evidence showing that he is, in fact, a bigot piece Sh- of shit. Sure. Either way, I no, don't see I mean, us being even, in a better position Even what position he's done with his real here. estate staff. Hmm? I mean, there's a history of this hmm? person. He is. Now, is he Ku Klux Klan like his father with the hat on? Maybe not. I don't think anyone is these days, but I get what you're saying. But I think people are these days. I, I think definitely. You <laughs> didn't go to college in Indiana like I did. Fair. And that's what they were found, and mm-hmm. I've seen them. You know what? <laughs> New Yorkers are very jaded. This is no shade because I know you're a black man, mm-hmm. and I want to watch my words carefully, but jaded on racism. Go to middle America. I'm not saying that I saw it all in Florida, but mm-hmm. like I don't really have a lot of friends in New York that have ever been called like hard ER. And mm. bro, people don't know I'm black a lot and still came out with that word. I think New Yorkers are blessed with having I think we just such... See, I think we just see it in a different way. Everything is so no, accessible you've got to us. We no, I don't know. No, I but think you have I... so many people that are... Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people that are terrified in New York today of sitting next to you on the train. We grew up We grew up in a place where if you're from the hood... White people are terrified we, of black they, They're scared of us. So in a way, we're like, man, fuck out of here. We're doing this. Indiana... They are not scared of us. Right. They overpopulate us. We're scared of the cops, but we're not scared of the white the, men. Yeah. The people out and there, the regular, the white every men, day, the go white to men. nine to five, work, whatever, uh-huh. is not the people that are here. They're very they're very racist. They speak up for what they, they want to say. Wait a second. And at the end of the day, we're just, as being from a major city, mm-hmm. we are, we're spoiled. Mm-hmm. We're spoiled to the way that we don't see that other side. So when I went to college, I think out we there, just don't see. Like, I saw, it. and I kind of agree. Like I said, I agree with what y'all say. I think our um, our experience with it is just it's not overt, but it's definitely there. When you talk yeah. about, like, we know if we go in a store, we're gonna get followed. That's everywhere, but we see it here. We know right. that. Especially nowadays, we know that we could be on our block and have the cops called on us. We know, like, it's there, but it's I get not it. This, we're, like, we're not having your classmate, your peer calling you the N word, fucking wild and doing oh. shit like that. It's that Crazy. hidden racism shit, like, oh, I'm not gonna get this job. I could hear your voice on the phone. I hear what you're saying. Exactly. That is the one thing I will say that's a little bit different. Yeah, so it's just the, a little different. We're not stuff. used to, like, yeah, sure. So I've never been called hard ER in New York, no. But when I was stationed in Virginia, of course. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. My, that, that's my roommate new. in prep school, when I first walked in, oh, yeah, the first him. time I met him, big Confederate flag on the wall right. that I had to take down. And this is before I even knew what a Confederate flag was. I'm just like, oh, okay. Somebody was like, yo, you know what that is? But the person that told me, do I know what this is, is from like Georgia. Right, they're so from they like, they're from, He's from Alabama. So in his mind, that Confederate flag had nothing to do with racism. It's just what he knew. And I was like, yo, this got to come down. He was like, nah, but this is not. Nah, it's coming down. Boom. Mm-hmm. So- 
And I would push it too on this idea of the lesser two evils and just like sort of remind us all that we we always make choices, right? Everything's a choice. So you are choosing between a school school A and school B for your kids. You're like, and rarely are both of the choices equally as strong as each other, right? So you're not choosing the lesser two evils of a school for your kid. You're choosing like one that's a better fit. Do you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. there's something about the language of lesser two evils that sort of suggests it, that we only have really awful choices. And like Hillary and Trump were just so not equal that it's like weird to even use that language. It's like you cannot like her. But like he was really, I mean, he is like calling for the death penalty for drug dealers. Mm-hmm. He's deported. Like, but so did she. Oh, man, okay, I'll take it back. Not the death penalty, but she was behind her, Biden, her husband, all passed a bill that Bernie gave those same drug dealers. See, but I think this is the problem, that 97 crime bill, whatever. I think there's a difference with what we knew, not we, what they knew they were doing at the time. Everybody jokes that the blackest president was Bill Clinton. Do I think that anyone knew the impact it would have? No. And I don't know if she would make that same choice again. I think they did, and yeah, I think they would. But I only say mm-hmm. that, like, the crime bill is interesting. I live in Baltimore, 300 murders. Mm-hmm. The 15 in the row, we've had over 300 murders, <laughs> right? And, like, there are b- grandmothers in Baltimore who still think that we need more police, right? So I do think that, like, people's sense of what keeps them safe is really warped, and the crime bill sort of, like, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. But, but I will say, even the first setback that Trump, um, that, that passed under Trump, uh, what people don't realize about it, about 3,000 people got released, which is a net positive, right. even though there are too many people incarcerated. So like 3,000. Right. So yeah, 3,000 is really like 1%. Bubble, yep. Yeah. Uh, but what people don't realize is that about a third of the people that got released actually immediately got deported, which is not a win, right? Whoa. So we sort of traded drug dealers for immigrants, which is a like that's not a principle. Mm-hmm. And everybody voted for that. AOC, mm-hmm. the squad, like Schumer, every, burnt, every Kamala... Everybody we like, Corey, everybody voted for that bill, right? So you wonder, like, how in this moment where immigration is like a national conversation, you could support a bill where a third of the people get sent to ICE immediately is wild. Do you know what I mean? But it's the same thing of like, you know, in 20 years, people will be like, how do people support this bill? In the same way that we're like, how do people support the crime bill? Do you know, like, that just happened. That is right. like in this moment, you know, that's a well, third of the crime bill is sort of different. Wild. I, I think crime bill is a little different because the crime bill was so. Um, it was it was so specific, right? We're passing this bill, and this bill is going to affect this group of people. Because yeah, I'm just saying that like you, it's weird to have a piece of legislation right. in arguably the most progressive moment right, publicly, right, right, right. that disproportionately still, targets immigrants in a negative way, and everybody saw it happen. And you've never heard about it because the left is like just really quiet because they realize mm-hmm, they screwed they up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're like, that's crazy. And we have again, it's people we love, like the AOCs of the world. Who voted for it too? And you're like, did y'all not read it? Did you not, you yeah. know, in the same way that I'm sure people voted for the crime bill, not thinking it was like as dangerous as it is. And you're like, whoo, that's a bad thing. It's so hard because, like, especially like an AOC, like, obviously we love this girl. How left can I be? How progressive can I be before I make a safety choice? And it's like, fuck, that shit is hard as fuck. You know, the one thing I will say when I was working in corporate America, most of my colleagues were Republican, and it was the constant conversation of like, well, what do you believe in for safety? If you feel like the border should be open and all that shit, what, 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 where? Which is a fair question. Right. And, and honestly, I wouldn't even know how to answer that question sometimes. But, it's because I'm but so I used you say that to. Some of it is not even your responsibility to, you know, like, ICE isn't keeping you safe today. You know what I mean? And the police <laughs> are barely keeping people safe. What does it, what do you, um, when the, when the police solve a crime, what do you think goes into solve? Like, what are the, like, actions that lead, like, equal sign solve? 
This is a real question. I feel oh, like when okay. they uh, when when they arrest you, they feel like it's solved. Okay. Pretty much. I agree. That's I think that's because that's what people want to see. No, I, I believe. No, I think when I they believe, believe there's so many they, more steps. Right. To no, 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 but that's what we call safety too, as a as a public right. safety. We think when someone's arrested, they've been caught, they've been. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. And I think for a long time, especially black people, I don't think any black person has ever believed that. I was watching, not a black person. I was watching the show. Um, fuck, what was it called? Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter, right? Oh, uh, good show one. on Netflix. I was watching the second season. The second season was based around Wayne. Fuck, what's Wayne's Wayne? Not Perry. Forget his last name. Wayne, the, the Atlanta Child Murders. That's what it was loosely based on. And just like in, in real life, when the police arrested this man, the mothers of these murdered children who went to the police and said, help me, went to the FBI and said, help me, they said, you don't got him. Like, it's not over. Like, you arrested him. Like, our kid, we don't believe. You know what I'm saying? So I think all the time, I think black people, in the, especially in the neighborhoods, have always known, okay, no, just because you arrested him don't mean he... Because in the, the black community, we've been on the other side more than that side. We've been on the side of my people are getting arrested. And to them, it's solved because they're arrested. But to me, it's like, if he did it, if he didn't do it, there's still an investigation. But the, the investigation stops exactly. with them yep. once they arrest you. Once they arrest you, and that's why it's me a, and Ryan answered the same question. Once they arrest us, I think that's when police say, oh, this thing is solved. I really hope right. I'm not spinning this out of control, yeah. but have no, y'all talked so about right. Queen so, and Slim so, on this podcast? So, um, so, solve, um, so solve really just means arrest. So no police department in the country tracks the relationship between arrest and convictions. Mm-hmm. It's just arrest. So when you hear a police department say that they solved 20% of the crimes. That doesn't mean they arrested. It just means that they arrested at least one person. They just caught that, somebody. Which is such a wild, you know, so like what people think is happening in policing. And the last question I'll ask is, um... How much money do you think the NYPD settled in 2017? Oh, I think I seen this number too. It's something crazy. It's like I, I could be, but I think it was like in a hundred mils or something crazy like that. What do you think it is? I'll go with six hundred million. I'm gonna say one fifty. It's three thirty-five, which is wild. it's a ton of money. Um, three hundred and thirty. I was gonna say the three, million. but I just wanted. Like I, did, I just knew. Shit. I remember yeah. seeing the. That I just seen sounds. that. And I just remember, no, I, wow. re- I always remember it was in 100 mils, which to me is crazy. That's why the subway down. Right. <laughs> and the last they question, won't the stop killing us. That's why we can't get the right train. Is what percent of arrests do you think happen for violent crime? Of all the arrests that happen in the country, what percent do you think happen for violent crime? I want to say less than five. Less than five, less, say less than 10. ten. I'll say, I'm going to go three because I was going to say three. Yeah. Go three. It's five. It's really low, you know, and that's an FBI statistic, not like a like. So, we can make so it before up. you got it, that, and that's what I always want to ask. Like every conversation we have, whether it's real life when we had on, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm solve based. What is the solve for black people who don't feel safe, who don't feel rep, properly represented in this country? What is that solve for? In today's world. Yeah, I think that we know. You know, we didn't on 2014. It's like, you know, you have, all of us have jaywalked before. We've gone over the speed limit, da, da, da. And I start there because we remind people that we have all committed crimes. So the question of, like, what we do with criminals is not about what we do with those people. It's actually about what we do with each other mm. because we have all committed crimes. Mm-hmm. The dis- the difference is that we all don't have criminal records, Right. So then we have to figure out, like, who has criminal records? It's like we know that the enforcement apparatus of the state is what's different. It's not 
about who does crime. We don't have any data on like who commits more crime. We just know who gets arrested more. So in New York City, ninety mm. percent of the arrests that happen for weed are black and brown people, yep. and we all know that it's not just black and brown smoke people who are smoking. Right? The data shows that black and uh, white people actually use weed at the same proportions. Right? So some of it is like reframing, like what is a criminal and those sort of things. The second piece around the police is sort of interesting is that the four things you could probably name as solutions don't matter. So you could probably name body cameras. You could name Im- implicit bias training you could name community policing and you can name training community policing doesn't work well that's what i was gonna ask that's the only one i didn't i I just said it like because i was in the realm but community policing won't work yeah so interesting about community so we think community policing is racist as an idea wait is community policing from what i thought maybe it's different from neighborhood when you hire people from that neighborhood to police their own neighborhoods uh, no, that is like hiring. Community policing is is, is sort the of people in the neighborhood. Because I heard there was like policing their own neighborhood. Sort of, yeah. They're like this idea that we embed policing. So like, um, I understand. Like, pal. Okay. Or like, okay. Got it. The police officers like do community forums or like just really be embedded. So instead of having people just like patrol random areas, it's like this is my community. Oh, because they I can't wait to it. call the cops. I police it. Like you police this one block, and you know the people. George and you Zimmerman. Visit. You know, you, like, you're actually a police officer. Not and it's real police. It's not like a, it's not like neighbor watch. It's like you're a real so actual two police options officer. of policing. One right. is like we just deploy people randomly around the city right now, or we just we say like mouse, you have this this projects, mm-hmm. and you put like you are a police officer, and you always have this, so you know the grandmothers, you mm-hmm. know the. Right, that's sort of what community policing is, like you build relationships. And that okay, doesn't work. No. Okay. And the reason is we think the idea is racist at the core because it's only black and brown people that you would say you need to know them to treat them fairly. It's only us that mm. you need to play football with my kid, know my grandmother, like get her ice cream, go tutor the kids. So that way when you see me, you won't shoot me. Yeah, to treat them like, you don't need to see Timmy on the Upper West Side for homework help to treat him like a whole human being. You don't need mm. to like see, you know, you don't need to see the rich white woman every day to know not to shoot her. But it's this weird thing that, like, you got to be really close to black people personally to treat them like whole people. So that's uh-huh. the first. The second thing, though, that the data actually shows that the best thing community policing might do is actually change people's attitudes. It doesn't change their behavior. So there's no data that shows that community policing actually has an impact on people's behavior, just like implicit bias. Implicit bias is sort of interesting. The trainings are interesting. Uh, but police departments can't use that data to redeploy people. So if I, so say I send all the police for training. I find out they're all racist. Uh, they just still go back to the same place they were yesterday. You're like, well, that's not not a win. You know what I mean? Fact. Um, All you did was have to. Now you're more mad because you had to sit through this training and yeah, still go back. It's not a win. Yeah, so there are two I things that we know that matter that are sort of wonky but but important. Uh, first are like the rules around when officers can use force. So like bans on chokeholds, uh, being required to intervene if your partner does something bad, not shooting in motor <coughs> vehicles. Those we track eight things. Those things huge impact. And the second is the contracts, like the laws around policing or the rules. So in places like Florida, in Florida, one the law the law says that if a complaint is filed against an officer, there's a panel that's formed. The panel is three people. One is appointed by the police department. Okay. One is appointed by the accused. That doesn't make sense. And a third person is appointed by both of those people. And you're like, well, this is not, uh-huh. that's not a process. In California, the biggest state, as you know, the law says that any investigation of an officer that lasts more than a year can never result in discipline regardless of the outcome. I saw that. You're like, that is, that makes, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So in New York City, you actually cannot file an anonymous complaint against a police officer. So if you don't put your, so you can call in 
But, but if, if you, you don't, don't say your name, if you don't put your name and address, over. then they can't charge the officer. And well, you're like, well, well, I don't want you knowing exactly. where I live. Like both them, like, we're not like safe as with, it is. Who's to say you won't run in my like house? Like what we see with both I them. called three one one because both, a cop both, both that watched them. my building, I felt like was. I mean, this is this is the first time I've ever called three one one. This was four years ago. When, the dude was constantly following this girl from the club to the point where she even said to me, she was like, oh, my God, like, I can walk my ass home. We live in Lower East Side, right? So she said it twice. I saw him do it again. And then he asked me it if she lived there one day. It was a cop. I was like, fuck it. I have to, like, do something, right? So when I called, I didn't want to give my name because I was worried they'd come and question me. And she was like, well, I, have to, I do have to throw it out. I'm sorry. And she hung up. It's real. It's a real, it's an awful part of the process. And when we say to cities all the time is that if you won't let people find anonymous complaints against the police and don't let the police take anonymous tips, and then we're cool, right? Fair, mm. fair process. Right. And the police are like, well, we can't do our business. And we're like, well, then and mind you should, you know, you should allow us to do. So it's that sort of I stuff. I never understood why. Um, I thought she just thought I was full of shit. When no, I it's called. like the real, they can't, like they can't charge. So half of the complaints filed in New York City I get dismissed or withdrawn. Half of because them. I figured if I gave my name, and even if he didn't know my name, he'd know where I lived, and he would have thought it was that girl. Mm. So I was like, I can't do that. What am I gonna do? So I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm just not doing it. What, I mean, I, then I chalked it up to it ain't my business anyway. I happy, I'm happy that you called though. It is you'd be shocked, and like you know, the police think that they're under siege, but do you know the leading cause of death amongst police? Suicide. Suicide, yeah. Mm-hmm. And 40% of police families actually have domestic violence, right? So there's like something happening in police culture that is like its own mm-hmm. They got their problem, own problems. Independent of like us saying uh, that anything is wrong. But it is uh, it is wild. It's like 1,200 people get killed a year by police. Do cops come seasons. to you for advice on what they could do? So some, so police chiefs off the record are fine. They're normally fine because uh, they get off like the, the politics in. Yeah. yeah. In, in most police departments, they are unable to fire anybody. Like, it's just really hard. So they're stuck with, like, you know, I'm the police chief. You guys are the command staff. You're going to be there for the next 30. Like, you just— I'm only here for my term. It's a, yeah, so they know that they're sort of, like, they are on the chopping block. So that's sort of a weird thing. But we know—yeah, we just know more than—you know, did you know that police officers get trained to use body cameras like cameras, you know, which is interesting? Like, they get trained how to angle them and stuff like that. Oh, so it's like, like a few hits. Yeah, you know. Can't see that. And then YPD is actually against having GPS in the body uh, cameras, and that matters because because it's New York. They aren't in cars because they yeah, know how to walking. patrol people. Uh, so there's we don't know where they are, right? So like a body camera on you, we'd actually be able to track your location because it'd be on you, and they're against those sort of things. But there's really cool body camera technology, even though body cameras have no impact on police behavior. Zero. It is interesting. Uh, so you can use the right. audio from body cameras to detect aggression. So we have studies now that actually show that like. Uh, Police officers are more aggressive amongst uh, people of color, which is interesting, stuff like that. So, yeah, so, but we know the solution. So, it's like it's laws, policies, and practices, and then it's um, some of the rules, which is interesting. And to just circle back, could you ever date a cop? I want to believe that I'm a really open person. If I did, I would help them transition out of law enforcement to something. Mm. I, say, I got pulled over. Um, I got pulled over in Ferguson, and um, I would help if them. If I did, I would get this nigga he didn't, out. He didn't even see how I would teach him how to be with FI. I would help them transition out. But I did. I'll never forget during the protests, it, which were wild. We were in the street for 400 days. It was a long time. Uh, one night, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, action had just ended. I had you know a big profile, and I'm going home, and I get pulled over by this Ferguson Police Department officer, which is a nightmare. They were. A bad police department and he recognizes that it's me and we both have this moment where it's like please just he was black 
He was like maybe Latino. Okay. But it was like, if you're gonna arrest me, just do it. You know, like let's just make this as painless, <laughs> you know, for any like let's just do what we gotta do. Oh no. And I'll never forget he comes over and I'm like, and I'm alone. You know, it's just like a nightmare. And he is like, um, I never wanted to be a cop. I don't wanna do this. I'm leaving soon. I'm gonna go be a nurse. I like I appreciate <gasps> your work. Like it was a whole I'm like, I'm like, you know, I think I'm about to die. Look at therapy. And he's like He's like, I don't want to do this. Like, please have a good night. Da, da, da. It do was you one run of- into that a lot? I know what I was trying to spin out, but that you said that part. Like, like, do you run into a lot of cops, black cops, whatever kind of cops, like that are that feel like just like that? Like, I don't want to do this. I'm doing this. I think I've run into more people who are like defensive about the profession, and like we, you know, we use a lot of things now to push people about like what is policing. Like the the best the police do is often get there after the bad things already happened, right? So, like, yeah. we want to live in a world where the bad thing doesn't happen in the first place. So, like, the end of crime is actually the end of poverty and the end, end of addiction. It's not the presence of police, right? Or, like, mm-hmm. well, I'll ask people to, you know, if we're in a big place, I'll say, like, you know, all of you, you don't have to close your eyes, but think of the place where you feel the most safe. Like, just think of a place where you feel safe. So, I just look at my leg every time. <laughs> Gotta be there. So, if you think... Palm trees. If you, if you, if you get this place in your mind, uh, this place probably is a place without the police, Mm-hmm. And we actually believe that we can make whatever the ingredients are of the place that you said, we can make that for everybody, right? The place where you felt the most safe was not in a room full of police. It was probably in a place where there was love and shelter and My mom resources. Sounds like that yeah, you know, like, and, and like that is what we try and like remind people. So we never talk about alternatives to policing. We remind people that the police are actually an alternative to the way that you kept your community safe for a lifetime. Uh, that like your your community figured out how to like deal with the loud woman or the mean man or the bad kid way before the police got involved. So mm-hmm. we actually have always had uh, alternatives to to the police. Like we, that's like what safety has always been in communities. And, you know, we push against these narratives. So like in Baltimore, for instance, uh, nobody wants to be a police officer. And the police department's like, we need more funding. And, and it's like, it's, it's weird that like, you think about police as an institution, is that if there was another company where like nobody wanted to work, we wouldn't blame the public. We would blame the company, right? right. We'd be like, well, that company's that's probably- That's your problem. That's so right. true. But it's like when the police have shortages, we're like, well, the community's bad. And you're like, well, how is that the community's fault? And I wouldn't you know, even maybe know. That's, that's funny you say. I wouldn't even know. It. Like, I go to Baltimore a lot, and um, I, I go to this place called Sugar Ray's, and all the cops look like like us. Like, of niggas course. got dreads, tattoos. Yeah. They outside. They like, yo, bring some grits outside. Like, but they- <laughs> And I always thought about that, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that's progressive. But now you say that, I'm like, no, that's what they have to work that's, with. That's what they got. Yeah, so people don't- there's <laughs> Oh my a sh- God, Mal. They a shortage yeah, in the city. They got to work know? with That's what they got to work with. I'm, but I'm saying, literally, that's you don't truth, even though. understand, this happens every conversation me and Dora have. Like, I'm usually like, I'll go, I'm be thinking about something. Like, I'm literally like, yeah, Baltimore is super progressive, man. Like, I'm, I'm seeing cops that literally look I, like you know, me. I'll be, I'll be honest. So when you talked about how cops are really defensive that. when they talk to you, I went on a date with someone that didn't tell me he was a cop at first. And then once we started talking, I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? He was like, I knew you weren't going to go out with me. Like, I've heard you talk before and blah, blah, blah. And it's a sign that they make bad choices. <laughs> like, you I was like, choice. how could it be that your job is so because, embarrassing? Because the only, you I only thing he's going to tell you is I'm not like them. But he's and not so defensive. And what this happened like- to the last nigga that said he not like the rest of us? He ended up being like the rest of us. Ladies and gentlemen, that was God next door. DeRay, <laughs> please tell the people where they can find and support you. Uh, so the podcast is called Pod Save the People. Uh, but you don't have to support me. Support anybody doing good work. I think that part of what we have to model as we think about activism is this reminder that 
there's no one of us that is the conduit to good work. The, mm. the beautiful thing is that there's so many people doing good things all across the country, right? And if I become the only way that you can do good work, then like we'll never win. Mm-hmm. That we actually have to remember that like I learn and grow from so many people. I've yeah. learned and grown so much today. That's a king. Uh, that's a king. And, uh, Yo, that I is t- like what we should model that's and a think king. about. Because so. you know us black people don't like don't <laughs> like another person no, to love. give me my credit. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's cr- this is direct, McCassie. I like you and thank you. I learned so much today. So thank Me you. Me too. What like made really, you put uh, us together? I'm curious. Um, this very conversation, I knew we would have this conversation. I think my talent is like It's okay. It, well, <laughs> number one, we did lose a. Uh, he lost we a lost a guest. That was my first. We did lose a guest. He lost a guest. We did lose a guest. I'm a fucking replacement. I'm first of all, first, first of all, first of all. Y'all are not replacements because y'all wouldn't be here. I think you. <laughs> we don't have you first of all. I was a replacement. No, we don't have first of all. Twenty minutes before it was three o'clock. That's why. First of all, we don't have replacements on this podcast. We would have just not. Y'all have been like the background. Y'all have been on this regardless. Y'all was going to get on. That was good. That was a good cleanup. Just the way the law works. Just the way. It's just the way the law works. But to be completely honest with you, once we did lose the guest, my mind is saying I'm thinking and. I'd like to think one of my talents with podcasting outside of being able to have good conversation is knowing who to have in these conversations and who to put in That's these That's a very together. hard thing to do. I try to do that all the time with it, two it, people that don't know each other. And, and I'd be like, well, we did it. Yeah. But, it, but you but, both, you knew we, both of us. It, up, it, it, that usually too. Like I usually know the people if I'm going to do that. One person in a room is one thing, but I would never put two people in a room who I don't know. One of my favorite pods I ever did was Do Say Friday's thing. Random. Oh, shout out to Ralph. I was with Van randomly. There was a guy in the room, a mayor, first black mayor of uh, Birmingham. Oh, you probably know who I'm talking about. Woodruff. Like, first black mayor Randall, ever, youngest Woodfin. in 100 years. Woodfin. Randall. Woodfin Randall. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> God, this is fucking my- Johnson, Randy, uh, yeah. Johnson, Johnson. Was probably like, I'm on this podcast with this girl talking about fucking niggas in the ass. And here we are. How was he? He was amazing. Cool. And like, I but think it's just what, funny that you threw these people I into each the, other. The, the, like I said, and, and that'll be enough of me patting myself on the back. I think the better part of right. it is that we, me, Ryan, and Mac have created a space that these conversations can happen. I don't think. There's many platforms that are as open and Wait, embracing as as God's next door. As what? I just need you to put your ad. You done screwed up the whole. I made the little I video. I posted it like it was mine. I'm yo, sorry. What's up with you, yo? This ain't even your podcast. You're coming in here like it's yours. Yo, you're just fucking oh, up I all day. I guess we can do that. I guess we can do that. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it worked. I guess she posted she it. She posted herself. No, no, no. My no. ad's on there? My ad ain't on there? Yes, it is. I got y'all too. Oh, I, need I did. I, I, I appreciate really, it, Louise. Appreciate it. He wanted to put a kind He wanted to do He might always have a kind word about us. You know what? Listen to Horrible Decisions. You'll never hear Mouse on there again. Didn't I just bum rush the episode? Yes. The people asked for me by myself. I was acting a hot mess in the beginning because I was doing an episode. Mouse walks in the room, waves it. I'm like, oh hey, and grabs the engineer's mic. And he's the engineer like, gave me the mic. He was like, so I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just letting people. All right, but I ain't doing that crazy. I said, what up? And I but thank I you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We just fuck with us though. Fuck with us. Come back. Come back next week. And fuck with us and come back next week. We want to talk to you about some other shit. Okay, we'll do. All right, uh, Deray, thank you. Weezy, thank you. I've been Mouse Jones. I'm Flara. Deray. Oh, I'm Wheezy. And this has been The Guys <laughs> Next Door.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 